two, three, go. Okay. Welcome to Sports Med Res's This Week in Review podcast, where we highlight the recent news in sports medicine research. Over the past week, we had one post on sportsmedres.org. That's res.org. In the first post, we highlighted a study where the authors reported that both cold and heat therapy applied within one hour of exercise decreases delayed onset muscle soreness during the first day after exercise. However, heat therapy may be ideal for reducing pain after the first day. If we take a closer look at this post, we find that the authors completed a systematic review and meta-analysis to identify the effects of heat and cold therapy to treat or prevent delayed onset muscle soreness. The researchers here selected nine databases for randomized clinical trials published before December 2020. They identified over 4,100 studies and then screened them for inclusion criteria. The researchers included clinical trials that treated adults with heat or cold therapy within the first hour after exercise. After screening the studies, the authors then identified 32 studies for the final analysis. The 32 studies included over 1,000 people. The meta-analysis demonstrated that cold therapy effectively decreased pain associated with delayed onset muscle soreness during the first 24 hours after exercise. However, cold therapy was ineffective for pain after 24 hours post-exercise. These findings were consistent when examined among cold water immersion and other cold therapies, such as ice packs or ice massage. The authors also found that heat therapy, specifically hot packs, effectively decreased pain associated with delayed onset muscle soreness during the first 24 hours after exercise and after 24 hours. Interestingly, the authors found that both cold and heat therapy alleviated pain during the first 24 hours after exercise. However, pain associated with delayed onset muscle soreness often increases after the first day. Hence, heat therapy, especially hot packs, may be ideal for reducing the risk of delayed onset muscle soreness after the first day. Clinicians should note that the treatments were applied shortly after exercise, which may be an essential factor influencing the efficacy of these treatments. It would be interesting to see if newer meta-analysis methods, such as a network meta-analysis, could offer more insights into whether certain heat therapies are genuinely better than other treatment options. Furthermore, it would be interesting to see if the timing of the intervention is critical and how active recoveries, such as doing light exercise, may influence outcomes. Finally, it should be noted that there was significant variability in the methodologies of the included studies. Hence, additional studies may be needed to clarify the optimal treatment strategies for these modalities, such as trying to figure out the perfect duration of treatment, tissue temperature to achieve, or other outcomes. If a clinician's goal is to reduce pain during the first day after exercise, then cold or heat therapy within the first hour after exercise may be ideal. However, if the goal is to reduce pain after the first day, then a heat pack within an hour after exercise may be ideal. 
don't forget that we also share extra material on social media. This week's most popular post was a blog post from the British Journal of Sports Medicine about how ACL injuries occur in soccer. And if you're an athletic trainer who's looking for evidence-based practice CEUs, then please check out our six online evidence-based practice courses available through the Human Kinetics website. We will have links to our summaries, the courses, and the blog post on our website and in the show notes. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We will be back next week with more sports medicine research. Until then, have a fun one.